Welcome to your doom. guys it's justin this is Otto, and this is it this is the i guess the prequel to the welcome to your doom podcast that's right that's right we just wanted to take an episode to explain sort of the motivations behind doing this podcast as like we didn't want to pigeonhole ourselves into one or two subjects we kind of uh, tend to have these kinds of conversations on our own uh, when we're when we're just hanging out, so we thought uh, you know we would create a podcast that spans all of our interests, and that goes from comic books to novels to uh, technology to film. But a lot of it is geek related, right? So it's uh, a lot of it is comic book related. A lot of it is you know comic book movie related. I'm a big horror movie buff. I think you're gonna find that uh, I tend to skew things towards the horror side. Um, well, why don't we do this? Why don't you? Uh, why don't we sort of tell the audience what we're interested in or what we're into uh, in terms of like what did we grow up with? Like what? Where do our uh, where do our interests lie? Justin, I'm going to let you kick that one off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, um, for me, growing up, uh, athletics background, so basketball and stuff like that, but more to related to the podcast as well. <laughs> athletics. Fuck off. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> I've got shit this to is say a about nerd that. podcast. Dude, you can't talk about athletics. I thought we're talking about my upbringing. <laughs> I got excited. Thank <laughs> God. It all, all started right. when I was in kindergarten. <laughs> um, no, the biggest. I think some of the biggest influences for me when I was growing up was obviously Batman. Batman '89 was probably the biggest movie I'd ever seen in terms of just getting me interested into stuff like that. Um, Transformers huge for me. Optimus Prime was my hero. Uh, still is kind of, um, and that was kind of my two really really big things. It wasn't until like I had always been kind of a closet comic book guy for a long time, but wasn't really reading as much or collecting as much until I met you, Atul, in mm, university. You right. kind of brought out the, the 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 inner geek in me again. So, I mean, since then I've been branching out to all kinds of different things. Um, Oh, and I forgot. Obviously, the the X Men comics in the in the early '90s were also, or sorry, the X Men comics, like the Jim Lee Claremont ones, were big. Right. And obviously, the 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 uh, the animated interpretation was also a big one. So those are some of the things I started with. What about uh, what about movies? Like movies how did that? In general? Yeah, movies in general. What are you? Um, I mean, I'm pretty well versed. I, I it wasn't until a little bit later. In my life, I started really appreciating horror movies. I was scared shitless of them when I was really young. Oh, yeah. The first right. one I'd ever seen was Halloween 4, The Curse of Michael Myers. And that motherfucker scared the shit out of me. That was the one where, at the end of the movie... The uh, kid puts on the, the mask? The kid puts on the mask yeah. and is that there. And then, what's his name? Donald Pleasance delivers it. goes, nah! <laughs> it's just... He... He might as well have been. He, he was. He was on a stair, like on a staircase. He might as well have just started gnawing on the banister <laughs> the amount he was chewing that scene. 
Um, but it sounds like he was chewing on a banister. He might as well not. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like he was so, chewing on something that uh, <laughs> didn't want to be eaten. So yeah, that that was kind of like, and I think that because of it, how deeply scared I was of that when I was I was like twelve, like yeah. I was not a child, child. But anyways, um, it was, it was just a wussy. Scared, yeah, I was a big wussy at that yeah. at that age. Yeah. So it scared me enough that like I don't know. I guess it made me also later in life appreciate the Halloween movie sure. movies most. Yeah, I was just gonna say that uh, you are definitely a big uh, Michael Myers fan. He's my fave. Um, yeah, that's right. Well, we did. Um, was it like two years? No, is it a year ago? Last year, man. No, was it no, last two years. Year? Yeah, yeah, it was two, years, two years. It was two Halloweens ago that uh, my brother came down and um, and my wife was there as well. We just kind of we had you had the the mask, the really solid like latex Michael Myers mask, yeah. and we went out and did like a little horror shoot around my neighborhood, one of the residential streets. Lots of leaves strewn around the place. I was hoping to make a. a a Halloween poster based on the photography that we did there. And I did sort of get somewhere with it, and I actually planned on doing something with it, but, you know, it's in the backlog with all the other crap. But it was a ton of fun to do, and actually the pictures looked, turned out really, really good. Yeah. They turned out turned out really well. My brother's a pretty good sort of amateur photographer. The black and white stuff there looked really good. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the shape is, is one of those characters that just keeps coming back a lot, like, you know, Batman and all of these other, you know, like all of these other sort of mythological uh, modern modern myths, like you know, Batman, Spider Man, all these guys, all these characters, and have have like uh, jumped through time. I can't think of another set of actual characters that have been written about consistently, new stories being created over the years, other than you know modern modern comic books. Like, I can't think of... Like, you kind of compare it to uh, stories told, like, verbally. Like, the oral history that's passed around. Like, the myth- the Greek mythology, the, you know, the uh, Egyptian mythology. You know, those big ones that, you know, people... Like, the Norse mythology, all of that stuff. But new stories... I think what precludes them from this argument is that new stories aren't being written um, about those characters. They have classic stories that are told and retold and reinterp- reinterpreted... Reinterpreted, yeah, that is yeah. not a word. That is not. That's not um, reinterpreted. There you go. Over time, but uh, the 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 morals remain the same, and the stories remain classic. Um, the same argument can be said about the big, you know, big modern comic players, but there's still new ongoing series, ongoing literature, new stuff being written. Uh, about these characters, and that's what we find. That's what I find fascinating. It's like it's a it's a modern day mythology, and it's it's been. I can't remember. I don't have my dates, but uh, when did you know when was Superman created? To nineteen thirty thirty eight. Yeah, nineteen thirty eight. So funny. since I was then, literally just looking that up the other day, oh, really? and I know it was Superman's thirty eight. Batman was thirty nine. I believe Wonder Woman was forty two. I think. Yeah, she's, I think she's no. Or is she seventy something? Oh shit! I don't know. Yeah. She's um, in the 40s, early 40s. It's yeah. 41 or 42. Yeah. Anyways, that's why it's fresh in my mind. Um, so that that's sort of on the the comic book. There's a little bit of little bit of movies in there. What about video games? I think we're big video game players, right? What do you uh, What do you like in your games? I am a less social gamer. I find I like playing like single player walkthroughs, or I'm not one like. So for instance, like we're playing Injustice right now. Yeah. It's it's 
rare that I ever jump online. I just don't like getting bodied by people. <laughs> I'd rather do the bodying until I get to the difficulty <laughs> that's just too hard for me and then fucking it's done. I mostly agree. I mean, when I when I was growing up, video games were actually a big part of my life. So just jumping back to the comic books for a little bit, I was a, I grew up like a pretty much a DC kid. Yeah. I, I had, you know, lots of DC comics. I grew I collected Marvel as well, but it didn't resonate in, as much with me at the time. I think um there are lots of Marvel stories that have stayed with me since then, but DC's mythological foundation was just connected with me on a level that Marvel just did not. Yeah. Marvel uh, were were more, I mean, frankly speaking, they were more mature stories. There were stories that I didn't quite, I, I didn't appreciate yeah. when I was younger. Uh, but I, uh, you know, the Marvel, the uh, X-Men animated series, obviously big for a lot of us kids. You know, when you when you're born in the mid '80s, you're the the animated series for uh, X Men was huge. Obviously, Batman the animated series was huge. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, these characters were a big part of my life when I was growing up, and it was a weird time to be collecting comic books. I'll tell you, in the in the '90s, the '90s were the comic book bubble, so to speak, and yeah. with all the spinning rims on the covers and gold-plated gold foil. covers. Yeah, one foil-plated covers and bagged comic books and all of that crazy... I'm pretty uh, sure X-Men Alpha or Omega had like... The foil, the foil the cover. Foil. It yeah. had like eight or nine variations. Yeah, that was the... Jo was that the Joe Mad cover? I think that was yeah. when Joe Mad yeah. drew Alpha. And that was Age of Apocalypse, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I remember that cover, and everybody wanted it so bad when we were younger. We collected Wizard. We would get Wizard magazine every week I to Wizard. see to see who, you know who the top ten artists were, and you know if the comic book that you liked had the artist that was on the top ten list. And it really was about the art. That's when Image came and just absolutely crushed it because their their artists were sort of younger upstarts, yeah. so to speak, right? And you had this totally distinctive non corporate art style when I say corporate I mean like the big two Marvel and DC you had this whole other style that they brought to the table none of us were thinking about writing and now the whole situation is reversed I I actually the art is the art is important but if the writing is strong I think that I personally believe that you can get past the art yes um, yeah. you can get past the art if it's in style that you're you don't you don't like um, so that's sort of where, where I'm coming from um, comics wise uh, one of my favorite comic books is actually Marvel Story. It's uh, I don't know if you've ever read this, but Ares miniseries. I think no. it was like maybe the late '90s or early 2000s, or maybe even 2003, maybe. Okay. Um, great, great trade paperback. The the way they uh, the way they uh, cap uh, way Marvel captures Ares, and, and I think he joined the Avengers for a little bit. Like he had this, he's this crazy Mohawk. Bad Ares. Yeah, yeah, he has this crazy Mohawk on his head. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that book, man, that was amazing. I love that story, and I actually I own it. I read it from time to time. Probably read it once once a year. Yeah, great, great book. Um, but uh, and you know, like obviously, like the Ultimate series was pretty influential when I was reading it. Um, but Kingdom Come is by far like if I was going to recommend anything to anyone, Kingdom Come is right up there. So we'll probably be talking about our our favorite stories in, in another podcast. But yes. just wanted to give it some color. Um, in terms of video games, video games huge huge uh, when I was when I was growing up. Nintendo was a big deal. Um, Super Mario, Contra, Castlevania was a big deal. Um, it was. Uh, 
uh, Nintendo, so it was Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Dreamcast. I had a Dreamcast. I remember playing the Dreamcast. And uh, so many pirated games. Yeah, uh, I Don't I you can dare confirm. Lie. Don't you dare I can, lie. cannot confirm nor deny what Justin said was we were all accurate. Young ones, yeah, young and unappreciated <laughs> of the works of others. And yeah, we're that's old right. Appreciate it all. Um, but yeah, you know, I love I love a good platformer. I'm a big Castlevania fan. Um, yeah, and video games are a big deal, and I enjoy couch co-op. That's my big. Yeah, yes. I, I'm a big couch co-op fan. I love. I, I the online stuff is fun. I used I played a lot of PC games as well. I was big into Warcraft and Starcraft competitively for a little while. Defense of the Ancients on Warcraft, but then after a little while, I sort of weaned off of the high stakes online world and. Uh, started saying, hey, this should be fun and not completely nerve-wracking. Yeah. I shouldn't be, uh, you know, having it affect my my attitude and my, uh, in, in my uh, emotional state where I just tell everybody to fuck off because I lost a game of Warcraft, you know? like, And it, and it yeah. got to that point at, at certain times. Just ask my mother. High competitive, highly competitive games, if you are a competitive person by nature, fucking destroys you if you lose. If you lose, Because I'm the same And way. Justin would know. I would know. Because Justin, despite saying he's a non-social game, well, you know what? He's a non-social gamer, but he's competitive. I'm very and, competitive. And uh, he does not enjoy... Exceptionally He does so. not enjoy losing. No. Although, I don't think a lot of people would enjoy losing. Well, but here's you the thing. But you enjoy losing less than the average loser. Here's the thing, though. I don't mind losing. It's when the person that I lose to talks some shit. And, and I know that, them by about 70 pounds. That is where I come in, my friend. <laughs> so, anyways, that's the sh- that's basically us. That's that's who we are in a nutshell. That's the kind of shit you're going to hear about in this podcast. Um, I mean, this is just a, to give you a flavor of what you, you, you've got in store. Um... What other stuff did we want to talk about? Oh, the, the name. Talk about the name of the podcast. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I never really played this game that much. That's right. That's right. So the, the name of the podcast is after a game I played a lot. Um, when the Sega Genesis launched, and what year? I do not know. I think we need to 1994. I think you just I made that I shit right up. the hell up. I am not. But uh, that's fine. 1994 may or may not be the year launch of uh, the Genesis. Uh, but it came with uh, it launched with a game called Altered Beast. Altered Beast also came out for the Mega Drive. Uh, I think the the Sega system, the Master System before that. Um, but this was an arcade port. And at the beginning of the game, you <laughs> the game is is hilarious. And anyone who knows about games knows about this game because it's it's pretty famous for for a lot of its sound clips. But right at the beginning of the first level, you're like these pumped up dudes in this Greek like Roman sort of-esque level and uh, this little floating bald guy's head pops up and he steals your power and you become like a scrawny little dude and uh, he says uh, welcome to your doom and I'm doing an awful interpretation he says welcome to your doom but it's in that 16-bit you know when they first started recording voice on on cartridges and it just sounds it's so great. I heard it so many times as I played the game so many times. And uh, it just ingrained in my mind. Um, and that's that's where that that's where the name comes from. It's sort of like a it's a it's a reoccurring theme of my childhood and it sort of represents the fun the the fun nature of what this podcast is supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be uh, it's supposed to be easygoing. We don't want to get we don't you know, we don't want to uh, 
be weighed down by any sort of um, any sort of topic blockers. Wherever the conversation goes is wherever the conversation goes. Um, but yeah, so it's that's you know that's where it comes from, and we actually have to play it. It's, if you haven't played it, I think you played a little I played bit. A little bit. I've, yeah, I've it's not an easy past, game. It is fucking hard. It's not an easy game. It is. You have to memorize where things are in that game. Oh, good. I um, love a test. Yeah, that's good. That's right. It's like writing an exam, but uh, but yeah. So uh, it's sort of something that keeps coming up in my mind when I think of video games, old classic, uh, old classic video games, because we're just uh, old classic kind of people. Pretty, pretty classic. Timeless, if you Timeless. will. Timeless. Anyways, guys, yeah. that's 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 who we are. That's what this podcast is about. Hopefully, it kind of gives you a flavor of what you have in store listening to us. So, signing off. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the prequel of this podcast. 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 <laughs> I'd like to start. Can we can we uh, start a. Uh... <laughs> In broadcast, please. Good lord. Let's you just, uh, just start sticking you with like a fucking <laughs> long with a cattle prod, just like <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop. That's, that's thirty minutes of getting stuck with a Jesus. cattle prod. It takes me back to my childhood. All right. Anyways, guys, listen. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, to many more. Yep. We'll see you guys. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>